Aloha, people of God. It's your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to Fully Submitted with Brother Mike. Woo, let me tell you, I just was in worship. I was just worshiping the Lord. Y'all know how it is. Some days, maybe you're excited, but you just don't feel like worshiping the Lord. You know, you may not feel like, oh, don't take all of that. I don't feel like getting up. I don't feel like putting my hands together and clapping for the Lord. I don't feel like, you know, doing a little dance or jumping or singing. It don't take all of that. Let me tell you, it does take all of that, right? It does take all of that. And although we are going to get into this message and it's not about this, what I'm saying, I, I just want to say this to you, okay, real, real quick before we get started. David worshiped the Lord with all his might. He worshiped the Lord until basically his, I don't know if it was a tunic or whatever was covering him up. It, it basically fell off of him and he's dancing in the street in his underwear. He's dancing before the Lord with all his might. His, his wife at the time, which was Saul's daughter, she basically said like, hey, you, you kind of embarrassed yourself dancing in front of all those women in front of Israel. right? And David said, I'll do that and even more. He basically said, I'll, I'll, I'll even make more of a fool of myself before the Lord my God to worship him. Are you, do you have any moments like this in your day or in your life where you are, are seriously worshiping the Lord? Like not just because you felt like it, but you know, but you were intentionally worshiping him. There is a point to this. You were intentionally worshiping him because he is that worthy of it. Now, if you if you if you know what I'm talking about, hey, that's wonderful. <laughs> you know what's up, right? Keep doing it, brother and sister. Keep doing it. If you're like, I don't know what he's talking about, it really doesn't take all of that. You know, I, I put on a worship song or two every now and then. I sing along with it. You know, that's good, right? I mean, well, it's it's something. But we we are called to worship God with all our might. With all of our might, right? This, this, this is how God uh, deserves to be praised. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm off. I'm off topic here, as they say, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get started. I just, I just felt that so strongly. I wanted to share that with you folks. Okay, okay, okay. Let us go ahead and pray, and then we're going to get into this message, which I, I think will be a very short message. I think so. Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus, your, your precious son, your dear son. We love you, Father. We thank you for the only begotten son, Father, whom you sent to die on the cross for us, that we might be able to receive uh, the faith to receive you, God, as our father. Thank you for allowing us to be your children. Thank you for allowing us to be in your kingdom. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of your army. God, you're, you're so great. Your love, your kindness is so great unto us, Father. Oh, oh God, please help us to express back to you, God. You, 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 you touch us, God, and you, you treat us a certain way, God, and we are called to respond to you, Father. How will we respond to you? Will we respond with joy? Will we respond with ignorance? Will we respond with, you know, uh, 
there's a better word for it, but where we're basically not really paying you any mind or will we be happy and will we sing to you and we laugh and will we lavish love on you, God? This shows the level of relationship that we have with you. God, I pray to you, give all of us understanding, all of your children, give us understanding, God, how to show you love. Not just saying, oh God, we love you. Help us to understand that we need to show you, give a magnificent show, a display of love for you, God, behind closed doors and, and in public even, God, because this is what we have in our hearts for you. Father, lastly, I ask that you would anoint me for this message, Father. I pray that you would anoint this message and that you would speak through me, Father God, to my brothers and sisters. And this I ask in the name of Jesus. I consider it done. Amen. Okay, okay, okay. Mmm, 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 mmm. If you get this message, which I'm about to give you a title in a hot second, if you get this message, it can really change your life. I mean, drastically change your life in ways that Maybe you only read about in the Bible, but never experienced it, okay? This right here, we're about to go over, this key will literally transform your life, all right? Mmm, mmm, mmm. What is the title? You know, I don't even have a title for this thing. As soon as I got the scripture and got the understanding, I didn't even get a title. I just prayed real fast, came here and grabbed the recorder. But what we're going to do is call it the keys to being the master key to being rewarded. Oh, that's that's pretty lengthy. That's pretty lengthy. Let me see. Let na 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 na. All right, first we'll go over the scripture, okay? <laughs> Maybe by y'all know sometimes I don't have a title and it'll come to me at some point. So we're going to get this moving, right? Okay, so anyway, this is out of Hebrews 11, verse 6. Now we all know Hebrew 11, that is the, 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 the scripture on faith, right? It's a scripture about faith. So as soon as you hear Hebrew 11, you already know it's going to have something to do with faith. Or maybe you don't know that, but... Okay, I'm just letting you know. Hebrew 11, chapter 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, most of you have probably heard this scripture before. So this is probably not something that you've never heard this scripture Maybe even this breakdown is something that you've heard before. Maybe you just need to hear it again. All right. At any rate, let's read that scripture one more time. Hebrew 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, him being God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. All right. So the basis of this scripture is basically like, hey, who, not to oversimplify, but it's like, who wants to get blessed? Right? Who wants to get blessed? Who wants to be rewarded by God? 
And let's face it, all of us coming to God, we do want something from God. There's no Christian that can honestly stand and say, yeah, I'm so holy and righteous. I come to God only because I love him and I don't want him to bless me. I don't want him to reward me. There ain't nobody <laughs> that's going to say that. So, all right, that's that's a premise that we can all agree upon. We're all coming to God with a desire for him to bless us, right? For him to bless us, okay? But, but how do we get the blessing? It's so simple, and it's right there in Hebrew 11. Now, what most, what a lot of people will do is they go to church on Sunday. They might have you know, some type of a Bible study. They might read the Bible throughout the week. I'm not saying this is not good. This is good. This is good. But but does that really qualify as diligently seeking him? See, this is an adjective. That word diligently, we remember from high school, an adjective. It's a word that describes another word. If the Lord had meant that he's going to reward Christians that just seek him, he would have said that. And I think that the majority of Christians that are walking around here singing and dancing about the blessings, but they're not experiencing it. They're not seeing the blessings. They're not seeing the miracles. They're not, you know, they're, they're not hearing from the word on a daily, uh, but because they're merely only seeking him. And they're getting bent out of shape because they're expecting to get oh so much more from God who is great and he has abundance and all of these things for you. However, they're missing out on the qualifying statement it is that you must diligently seek God, it is not just enough to pray to God daily. It's not just enough to read the Bible even daily. It's not enough. If you want to be rewarded, right? God is a God that diligently, but he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When we look at these people in the Bible, have you ever thought about this? The people in the Bible that we read about that, that was very close with God, they got to see him do miracles and signs and wonders. Did you ever think about what their relationship like was, was like with God? Did you ever stop to think, hey, I wonder if all they did was say some prayers in the morning or at night for them and their family and they just read the scripture. I wonder if, if that was all that they did. Now, for many of these uh, 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 biblical fi uh, uh, figures, we already know that they had a very intimate, a very dynamic and intimate relationship with the Lord. Right. Where they were seeking him constantly. They're fasting. They're praying. They're up walking at night. They're singing to the Lord. They're right. You know, all of these things. It's a, it's a desperation. Are you desperate? See, those that diligently seek him are, though, are also those that have a desperation. You know, 
when I saw my child Kyra get healed, let me tell you, I was a desperate man. I was a desperate Christian. I was a desperate father. The doctor's telling me that my child is going to be retarded, brain dead, or stillborn. You think I wasn't desperate? You think I wasn't seeking the Lord? You think I wasn't taking him at his word? The Bible says this, that God will heal. Oh God, I'm in his face. I'm crying out to God. And honestly, during that time in my life, I was broke as a joke. I was going in and out of homelessness. But you know what? God didn't care about that per se. But what he did see, what he did care about was me seeking him, was me diligently seeking him. Oh, what are the names of God? How can I attract God? Let me let me learn the different names for God. Let me sing these names to him. Let me uh, 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 preach the scriptures out loud in my house just so I can, you know, change the atmosphere in the air with the word of God. Let me pray. Let me fast. Let me right. I'm, I'm waking up at three in the morning to sing to him and, and seek him and cry out to him and not being fake and phony about it, but really crying out to him with a desperation. See, people that are desperate, they will diligently seek God. Why? Because they need something. They have a need and it's not acceptable to not get that thing. See, if you have an, if you have something that you desire, but you can take it or leave it, guess what? You're not going to diligently seek God for that thing. If your life is in danger or your house is in danger, you, you might lose your house. You might lose, you know, somebody that, that you care about got sick. There might be done. See, your prayers, and I've said this before, the way that you pray is going to be vastly different than, than how you might have prayed before. So in other words, there is a hunger. There is a desperation for God. There is a desperation for you to what? Find God. How are you going to find God? That means you have to seek him. In order to find him, you have to seek him. And when you really need God, you will diligently seek him. All of the excuses go out the window. All of the excuses get thrown out the door. Oh, I don't know how to diligently seek him. Nobody taught me that in church. I don't know how to do that. You know what? You find a way. You find a way to diligently seek him. All of a sudden, you just know it comes from an earnestness in your heart. You have this need. I was homeless. I needed a job to take care of my family. I was diligently seeking the Lord. I saw him do amazing things. I saw him give me jobs I wasn't even qualified for. I've always mentioned this in the podcast before, from time to time, right? I, I prayed to God, oh God, won't you give me a job, please? I need a job to take care of my family. Give me any job, I'll do it. God bless me, please help me. Help me, help me, help me. I'm crying out to him daily. What did he do? Here's a newspaper. <laughs> I saw a job in the newspaper for a route relief driver for a bread truck company. What do I know about driving a big truck? Nothing. I needed a job. There was a job. I'm like, well, I know how to drive. I'll go. I'll try that. Sure. I went into the place to apply for the job. I didn't even have the right driver's license. 
Come on now. The guy that was standing outside next to me, somebody else that was also applying for the job, he worked for the competitor bread company. Right. <laughs> Love's Bakery. I was applying for Wholesome Bakery. He worked for Love's Bakery as a route relief driver for over 10 years and he had the right license. And I got the job and that dude didn't get the job. Why? God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I diligently sought him. I prayed in a graveyard, not trying to do something weird and creepy. I just thought it's quiet in the graveyard. I can cry out to God daily. Ain't nobody going to see me. Ain't nobody going to interrupt me. Who's going to bother me there? I was diligently seeking God and what happened? Boom, he talked to me. Clear as day. Not that I heard an audible voice, but it went on and on. I kept going out there. I kept seeking him. I kept crying out to him in my apartment alone, right? Wait, going to sleep, praying, waking up, praying, fasting, all of these things. And then one day, boom, he rewarded me. He spoke to me. The devil is in your house. You need to go up there, kick him out, lay hands on your pregnant wife's stomach, and I will heal your child. Heard it clear as day. Was there something special about me? No, not really. But you know what it was? I was just thinking, sitting here thinking about it, which is why I ran out here to do this podcast. I met this qualification. I was seeking him diligently. I think sometimes people will start to seek the Lord diligently, but then they give up. They get frustrated because they didn't get the response yet. That they are expecting. They didn't get the response yet that they're hoping for. They get frustrated. They take their eyes off of who God is and what they're trying to get from God. And they walk away from him. You know, there's a scripture. I'm going to have to look this up right now. It's the scripture with the little old lady and the judge, right? Hold on a second. Uh, I'll just say the old lady... And the judge scripture. Right. And again, y'all can do the same thing to in the Bible. You can do the exact same thing. Google it. All y'all around the world, everybody has access to Google. Boom. There it is. Luke 18, 1 through 8. Let's read this. Luke 18, 1 through 8. And it says, and he spake a parable, he being Jesus, and he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint, saying, there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith, 
And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. Now look at this juxtaposition here. He says, though he bear long with them. In other words, uh, let's back it up. Let's back it up right here. B verse six. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust says. Hear what the unjust judge saith. Here it is right here. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him? What is that? They're diligently seeking him, right? Which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. So there it is right there. It, if you're seeking him diligently, this ain't, I always say, this ain't a one and done thing. This ain't a, oh, I prayed a diligent prayer one time and that was that. Nah, that don't qualify. You got to seek him. You got to seek him and he is going to allow you. God is God. We are not. God is on his throne. He is going to allow you, number one, to come before his throne of grace humbly, he is going to allow you to diligently seek him. He's going to watch you. He's going to listen to you. He's going to uh, consider your petitions as you are crying out to him day and night. So it may not be a short thing. It usually isn't. If I was being honest with you, I don't remember exactly how long I was going to that graveyard. It had to have been months. I'm going there, going there, going there, going there, and then I got to answer. Diligently seek the Lord and do not give up until you get what you're seeking. So many Christians give up, but it's right there. God said it right there. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cried day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. It's intentional. It's intentional. He's taking a long time with you. He ain't just answering your prayer quickly because he's trying to build something in you. He's trying to build up that, 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 that confidence in Christ where you know I can cry out to my heavenly father. I know he hears me. I know he's faithful. I know he's just. I know you're going to answer me and that's going to build up in you something different, a different type of response. It's going to build up in you a different type of praise and a different type of expectation because maybe when you first started it, you was thinking God might do it. But then as you keep on doing it, what, what happens in you is that you begin to know. I know because see faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word. As you keep seeking him, the faith that you need to actually get that, that prayer, that miracle, that breakthrough, it is developed while you not just seek him. It is developed while we diligently seek the Lord and you bear with him long. And then what did he say? I tell you, that he will avenge them speedily. Now, how is it speedily when he just said he bears long with them? See, there's that certain point in time when the Lord says, enough, you've met the qualification for me to bless you. You've met my qualifications. I consider that you have diligently sought me. Now, here's the answer to your prayer. See, once you hit that point, then speedily, boom. 
He going to avenge you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to provide you with the thing that you are seeking. And it will be a speedily thing then. But you ain't going to get it speedily if you're not going to seek God diligently. It's not just about seeking him. It's not just about feeling good about yourself and doing a little check on your spiritual checklist. Check. I read the Bible. I'm a good person. Check. I prayed to God. I'm good. Check. You know, I like listening to some gospel songs. Okay, where's your songs? You said, well, I'm not a singer. God has put songs inside of everybody. You, you start calling out to the Lord, the Holy Ghost will give you songs. And if you say, well, I don't get no songs, sing a song. Pick a psalm and start singing psalms to God. Start reading the scripture to him. Start making up melodies to him. You might feel stupid. I've been in that situation too, but you know what? The Lord is pleased. He's pleased. Why? Because he already knows the only reason you're doing that is to get closer to him. So keep going. Keep pursuing him. Keep seeking him diligently. And at some point, he will avenge you speedily. Okay, that's it. I told you this was not going to be a very long message. How we do it? Oh, wow. It's, it's over 24 minutes. It's, it has been kind of long. Hey, it's under 30. It's all good. So, in <laughs> in review, it's not about just seeking God. If you're content with not getting what you truly desire from the Lord, if you're content with not getting that, okay, well, you know, you go ahead and seek him. But if you really want something from the Lord, if you have a desperation in your heart, I have to have this. I must have this. It's, it's, I, it's not acceptable for me to not get this thing. Then you will diligently seek him. That's the first part. The second part is you must diligently seek him until he decides you've sufficiently worshiped him and sought him enough. He is the giver of gifts. Amen. It's up to him to decide when you praised him enough. You may say, well, I listened to three whining songs and I, I sang three whining songs today to the Lord. That's enough. Was it really enough <laughs> for you to right, get beyond the veil, so to speak? Was that really enough? God lets you know when it's enough. And if we're discerning, you should be able to tell when you're trying to get beyond the veil and when you're beyond the veil, in other words, right, you, you saw him and you're there with him. It's, it's a whole different shifting when you worship the Lord and you seek him diligently and you keep on and keep on. Then you become aware of his presence. Then you become aware of what? You know, you maybe your shortcomings or things that the Holy Spirit is telling you. You become aware, Right. He'll bring up things that are hurting you. He'll bring these th things up so you can cry about them to him. As you're crying to the Lord, you're opening your heart to him. You're getting closer to him. That's what the Lord wants. He's taking that hurt. He's giving you healing in response. You keep going until the Lord gives it to you, just like he did with me. I didn't know when he was going to answer my prayer. I didn't know when he was going to heal my child. I just read in the Bible that he would do it in several places. And I'm like, well, this is God. God can't change. He's the same person. He's the same person. 
If he's not doing that, then what? He's a liar. And God is not a liar. It has to be true. I'm coming for you, Lord. I'm coming for you. <laughs> right? It's that type of determination. I'm going to find you. And God said what? When you seek me with all of your heart, with your whole heart, right? All your heart. No, I got to look it up. I got to look it up. Y'all need the exact scripture, <laughs> right? Let me see. Bear with me. Here we go. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, and ye shall seek me and find me when, when what? When ye shall search for me with all your heart. That is diligently seeking the Lord. And when you do that, then he will reward you. Okay, okay, that's it. I really hope that y'all get this. I'm telling you, this will transform your life. You will see miracles, signs, wonders, breakthroughs, blessings like you have never seen before. And then once you do this, guess what? God never changes. You can always walk in this. Or if you walk in it for a little bit, and then after a while, you're like, why did I stop walking in that? You know, let me get up again and start worshiping. Let me, let me get back to that. He will respond again because that's who he is. Okay, anyway, I love you with the love of the Lord so much. Love y'all. Hold tight. Hold fast to the Lord. No matter what, stick with God. It will be the only thing that will save you, okay? And remember, submit yourself unto God first. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time, aloha and be blessed.